0: Have you been told that going no contact is the ultimate solution to healing from narcissistic abuse? Maybe you've heard me talk about going no contact or you've heard other people say, hey, you have to go no contact in order to heal. And while there's parts of that are true, sometimes it also gets misconstrued and people talk about no contact is the only way to heal or no contact will make you heal. Almost like it's a guarantee that once you go no contact, healing will ensue. Well, while it's a common strategy, there's more to the healing process than just cutting off contact. Now, is it helpful? Is it essential? Does it help? Yes, absolutely. And we're going to talk about that. But I want you to understand that no contact alone will not heal you and will not fix the problems that you're going to have come up in your life based on being involved in a toxic, narcissistic, abusive relationship and all the pain and the emotional trauma that comes from being with that person. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor, I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness about narcissistic abuse. My goal is to provide the tools that you can use on a day-to-day basis to break free of the emotional ties, the trauma bond, the rumination, the intrusive thoughts, the things that are keeping you tied to that toxic person. Some of the tools that I use on a day-to-day basis are integrated into the Clarity Challenge. 45-Day Clarity Challenge, a process to help get you free mentally and emotionally, from the abuse that you're currently in. I Want to be able to provide that opportunity, you can go to claritychallenge.net to be able to learn more about that. When we talk about this myth of going no contact, of why it alone won't heal you, I need you to understand first off the unseen wounds. Like understanding the deep emotional scars that happen in narcissistic abuse. It leaves these giant gaps, these giant wounds that are not just going to be healed by going no contact. I mean, no contact helps in the aspect of it avoids ongoing abuse okay so no contact helps give the capacity and build a safe container for you to heal but it doesn't address the emotional wounds it doesn't start fixing the wounds that have been broken bleeding that have left you just strewn out on the floor being like i don't know how to fix this no contact will help get you to a safe place to heal so think of it this way no contact will not let you heal but no contact will enable healing to happen. So no contact doesn't equal healing. The reason why I say that is because there's a lot of people that have been no contact for a long period of time and still aren't healed because they haven't done the work emotionally and mentally to be able to work through and process the pain that they've gone through. They've just gone no contact and been like, it'll be fine, I'll just move on, time will happen and I'll be fine because they're thinking that no contact is going to heal them no contact alone does not heal you okay you're going to experience a range of different emotions low self-esteem anxiety long after cutting off ties to the narcissist if there's not more work done healing requires acknowledging and understanding these emotional scars rather than just relying on the physical distance or the no contact piece it has to be more has to be more of what's going on inside you mentally emotionally inside your heart because we don't work through those things it's not really gonna change anything. Think of it this way: like you've broken off contact with your with your partner. Besides having giant distance in between, you're still struggling. And you're like, I should be farther along, I should be fixed, I should be healed. And you start to put put yourself down, beat yourself up. Because then you're struggling with feelings of worthiness, of self-doubt, because you're not progressing. You're like, I should be progressing. I'm six months, no contact. I haven't talked to him, but he's still on your mind. You still ruminate. You still struggle with a lot of different things because of that relationship, because those emotional scars run deep and it requires more intentional approach of your healing, more of a scripted out approach of how do we actually help you break free? Because you have to move on to the second piece, which is beyond the narcissist breaking free from the dependency that you felt on this other person. So just going no contact doesn't break the emotional piece. Like that emotional tie is still there. You're like, I still miss him. I still want him. I still feel connected. And you start realizing there's a piece of the connectedness that goes back to your self-worth and goes back to the validation that he gave, even though it wasn't much start goes back to the validation that he gave her once in a while. The intermittent reinforcement, you're just like, I just want to go back. Like, I missed this. This is what I want, but it's not what I want. I know it's not good for me, but I missed this, but it's not good for me. You go back and forth. Narcissists will oftentimes prey on your need for validation and approval. Oftentimes because you've already come from a broken household that didn't give you love, that didn't give you attention. You didn't know what that was. So when he steps in and he starts doing that, you're like, this is amazing. This is everything I have on it. Going no contact challenges survivors to actually get to the place of, I need to find validation within myself. This is one of the hardest pieces. We do this with closure because people are like, the narcissist didn't give me closure. He's not going to give you closure. Closure comes from you. and also the validation piece. of like, well, I don't think I'm good enough. Well, you don't think you're good enough because you put all of your value into what he says about you and he told you you weren't good enough, which is why you don't feel good enough. When in reality, you've been doing a lot of life on your own for a long period of time. So you might be thinking like, I don't know how I can actually do this on my own without him. How can I make it? You've already been doing it on your own for a long period of time because he hasn't shown up in the relationship. He hasn't shown up for the kids. He hasn't showed up for you mentally, emotionally, financially. Like, There's multiple ways that this goes ha- goes on, but until you see it, you don't see it. Hopefully that makes sense. Like, This whole goal is to be able to help transition the dependency to self-reliance versus it being on the narcissist. This is the part that we focus on in the first half of your healing journey. It's like, how do we actually help you process the things that have happened and help you slowly start to turn the page of it not being reliant on the narcissist, but it'd be relying on you. Then we move into the growth mindset and we're able to accelerate you because at that point, you're not looking for that external validation from him, from me, from a therapist, from friends and family members, from your work, from your job, like all different things like that. Like then it comes down to you. How are you showing up today on a day-to-day basis? Think of it this way. You stopped communicating with him. Like you haven't had communication for a period of time, but you're struggling through the loneliness. And you're struggling with like, well, maybe I need to find validation somewhere else. So you get into another relationship. And that relationship slowly turns into a toxic one as well because you didn't take the time to heal. Like this happens so often that someone's like, yeah, this kind of might be a cycle. And I'm like, well, talk to me about it. And they're like, well, probably out of the last six relationships, like five of them are nurses. And I'm like, that's all right. We see that. We see that a lot because people start getting comfortable with that type of toxicity so that it feels normal. This is why when you've gone out and you've tried to date and you find a guy that you know logically, this is a good person, wholesome, great, like actually loves and cares about me and you throw it away because it doesn't feel safe. Not that it wasn't safe, but it doesn't feel safe. It feels too peaceful. It feels boring. It feels like there's not like, like it's more should be there, because oftentimes you're addicted to the chaos and the validation that comes from a toxic person. Bringing it back to you and helping it come back to you is essential to address the things that really matter. Addressing the core beliefs about you and addressing your self-image. And this is what we have to do next. We have to work on unraveling the distortion the distorted beliefs that you have, because narcissistic abuse distorts your self-image. It makes you think that you're not worthy. It makes you think that you're not good enough. It, It impacts the core beliefs, which no contact can't fix. No contact just gives you the space, the container, the capacity to start working through it. The impact of narcissistic abuse goes beyond the surface level. It affects you deep down. We talked about the emotional scars, but it affects you deep down in your beliefs about you. You start to feel like you're not good enough based on how he treated you, based on what he said, based on what he did. When reality, your worth has to do with how you show up on a day-to-day basis, not on someone else's validation or talking about you. The thing is, sometimes people think, if I go no contact, I'll build that back. That'll be there. And while no contact gives you the space to do it, it doesn't guarantee that it's actually going to happen. It requires more intentionality. A more direct approach of understanding what you need to work on, how you need to fix it, how you need to grow yourself day by day. No contact doesn't automatically reverse it. It'd Be great if it did, like no contact you're like, boom, now I have confidence, now I have self-esteem, let's go. But it doesn't work that way. Healing requires you examining, redefining the beliefs, the core things inside you to be able to rebuild a healthier self-image. I talk about these in the aspect of them being the stories that you believe, the stories that the narcissist put on you, and then the stories that you start to believe based on what they put on you over and over and over again. Like you've gone no contact. You're, you're separated. You've been separated for two weeks, six months, whatever it may be. But despite the physical separation, you're still struggling with guilt, with unworthiness, with self-esteem, with confidence, because we have to be able to challenge these. These distorted beliefs, these stories you're telling yourself that you started to believe and you started to tell yourself where after the relationship, you're still doing the narcissist job for them just in your head, where it's hurting and abusing you of the words that you're hearing and thinking from the narcissist that are telling you that you're not good enough, that are telling you that you need to do better. So no contact is an important step, not minimizing that. Do I think the majority of people need to go no contact? Absolutely. Will no, no contact heal you? No, it will not. But it will give you the capacity, the container for healing for you to move forward. Going no contact will give you that opportunity. But healing from narcissistic abuse involves a multifaceted approach of being able to work through the story that you're telling yourself, being able to really rebuild your worth, re- being, able re- being able to rebuild your direction, your boundaries, your vision, your values. All these things are essential in helping you step into who you're actually called to be. If you want to see how I work with people and how we talk through this, go to Escapetoxicity.com today. It's a seven-day challenge for $7. gives you access to community, over 25-plus videos, daily reading, daily homework, daily assignments you're going to do to help you start to invest back into you. We want to walk you through that process first and foremost so you can graduate into the Clarity Challenge and start breaking free are drastically breaking free with the tools we provide there so you can see how this works and how it's worked for hundreds of people that have gone through that challenge. So we'd love to be able to help you out with that. You can go to escapetoxicity.com today to start your healing. If this video has been helpful, watch some of the other videos that are on the screen and share this with someone else today that might be struggling in the same aspect of going no contact. Oh.